Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Bird on Bears fans, Breeze Nation, what is good? We are back in the building for another episode of the Winnie City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. As you can see, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Stefan Adan in the building with us today for this episode. Yo. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. As always, man, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. We do talk Chicago Bears daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Bears, how Bears fans talk, man. So make sure that you get in tune with us on today's episode, man. Got to break down the question that is really surrounding this team and has surrounded this team forever. Can the Chicago Bears maintain the offensive success that we have seen because we've seen flashes in the pan from this team, but haven't really seen that continued success? Can the Bears maintain success overall? And then also got to look at a little bit of uh, the fact that our Chicago Bears, for once, uh, not only are not the laughing stock of the NFL, but also... Uh, Seem to be coming out on the winning end of a lot of these moves here that they're trying to make. So we'll break that down as well. And also got to look into uh, with eight games left. What are our expectations around this team? We'll finish it off talking a little bit of Chicago Bulls. Make sure that you guys are tuned in with us for all of that. Appreciate y'all for showing love. As I said, man, we got Steph in the building for today's episode. What's going on with you, my boy? How you feeling, man? Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. You know, uh, my, my fantasy team got the dub. So, you know. That's all you worry about here. Big T. Hey, hey, hey I, right, right, right now, besides the Giants, like on the basketball side of things, I, I, I really like it. It's not really that much for me to be excited about right now. I mean, we got game last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have it, some it, tough it, times it, on the Miami it, it's side. It's tough. Yeah, you have it's some tough, tough right times now. on the Miami side. Tough times. Uh, you'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, but, uh, I mean, uh, no, listen. I mean, here's here's where – Let's start it off, right? Let's jump into this because What's up? kind of kind of like even what you were talking about, right? That sustained the sustained success um that you haven't seen from some of your teams this year. Uh, because my fantasy team has not had it these last three weeks. I tell you that right now. It's looking bad. Lamar did not get me my uh my 34 that he, I needed. He, 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 he didn't did get not. you the 30. He, he didn't get you the 30. He didn't even get me the 20, honestly, which kind of irritated. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, what a douchebag. But uh <laughs> nah, he's a good guy. But no, um, when you're looking at what we're seeing on the field, right, we see Justin Fields finally turning the corner. We're seeing four weeks of the Chicago Bears having an offense that looks like a real offense, three weeks at a minimum where they're putting up a good amount of points, putting up 30 or 29-plus points per game out here. And so I think the question that, that comes in on this one, right, is where do you see this offense going? Is this offense sustainable? For the Bears, what do you think we're going to see from this team this the the rest of this season as it's going down? Um, I mean, what do you what do you expect for those of y'all? I can't tell. Hey, 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 don't get started. Get don't get starstruck like Bro did. Right, hey. right. You know what uh -oh. I mean? You know what I mean? Hey, um, hey. <laughs> I mean, what's your expectation around this Bears team? Do you think this offense is going to be sustainable? Um, honestly, I do. I, I, and the, and the reason why I say that is because of this. The Bear, the Bears already have a top run game. We know that they made the changes um to the offensive line. So hopefully that's gonna be solidified for the rest of the season. I mean, but when you look at it, getting getting Chase Claypool, even even them getting him in in the game for you know X X amount of snaps last week, kind of you you know, it, it kind of frees up everybody else. To kind of do that, do that thing, 
and, and do and do what they gotta do. And the and the crazy part about it is the like the more Claypool gets into this offense, the bet like the better you're you're gonna see a, a Darnell Mooney or Dante Pettis, but also this is this is gonna help out Herbert. This is gonna help out uh Montgomery. I mean, I seen I think I seen uh, Sam Acho talking about it um on, on on TikTok. The one the one play where he kind of he 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 take is it is it Sam? No, nah, it's a man. Man, yeah, yeah, I was like, why the heck is Sam yeah, yeah. talking about yeah. this? <laughs> uh, no, nah, nah, he was bringing out a play, I, th- I think, on the touchdown run. Where, are they where... related? Yeah, they are. Are they really? Yeah, yeah, no, they, yeah, no, they are. He, I, low key, I found that out on um, all, all the smoke. Oh, shut yeah, up. All the smoke. Yeah, yeah, they're actually related, bro. Um, I chose a rough last name, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but I, I, I've seen him breaking down a play where Justin, uh, T- takes off for the touchdown run and he's like yo they 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 got they got these guys in the box the mid, the, the middle linebackers trying to spy but i i think the difference what it was you know he was kind of saying that he's expecting Justin to take off with his legs and the fact that you you kind of brought this up last night during the Bulls game Justin can actually throw the football so he actually can yeah that, that's that's the difference maker that's kind of going to freeze him so you so you losing the defender and the and the thing about it is, he's he stands in that pocket and delivers those dots. Now now you looking at those, um possibly 20, 28 to 30, 32 point games, thirty five point game, thirty five point games that you're looking at. My only gripe is that later on, like, um like going into the next year, if they if they can get a vet receiver, I'm just talking about a, a decent vet receiver. That showed them the ropes. Hey, these guys is on it. These guys will definitely be on the move. As the pettiest man alive joining the chat out of nowhere. Uh, he's been in the background for like 20 minutes. Y'all just don't know it. Uh, what's hey, going Steph, on? what jersey you got on today? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Let, 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 let me be great. All right. I think that's an Irish be great. You could have said I got a, a club jersey on. I would have I'm, 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 I'm trying to find things today. And I'm hot like 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 my 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 fantasy team is good. We had a game last night. All right, I'm I'm trying to like, hey man. I mean, I'm just saying you can always right just now. support the breeze and just wear some breeze merch, so you ain't not out here false flagging every time we online. I got to get the new. There is a bull on the breeze merch though. I got it. I got to get. No, I mean, kids, since you since you since you jumped in the chat out of nowhere. Um. No, you, you know think what? This offensive success is sustainable that we're seeing from the Chicago Bears. I want to thank Ringo because I honestly, uh, you don't normally do this on restream, so it's not easy for me to hop on when I have the time. I literally just finished the meeting like ten minutes ago. Oh. Saw that that was live. It's like, hey, let's hop on with my bros. Uh, so I appreciate Ringo for setting that up. Um, yep. All in all, to be honest with you, my biggest thing is this. What's been my my biggest gripe with Pose up until this point? Uh, didn't didn't go get an offensive talent. Didn't go get a, didn't go get receivers. Didn't go. When you say offensive tackle, um, no offensive talent. Off, offensive talent. We yeah. thought we had it. Velas. I don't know what happened with that. <laughs> hey, hey, they hated um, him real no, quick. Yo, I think I think Velas is a rap. I'm not gonna hey, lie to you. Hey, hey, I'm, hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. I do too, bro. I think they hated like, him real like, quick. Hey, hey Velas is a rap. I feel yeah, like this I, is a wrap. I mean, oh, we, hey, bro, um, you're 35. You, you don't have time to not be good. Hey, um, 
So I was really big on that. I was really big on, hey, we have this young QB that we want to see, you know, thrive. Yeah. You can only thrive if you get on targets. It don't matter how good the incompletion looks if it's still incomplete. No, nah, I will say this, you know? though, right? Like, the yes and no, right? Because even that game last night, or uh, even that game on Sunday where I looked at it, you can clearly see that Justin Fields throws a dot oh. to Equinamius St. Brown. Should yes. have been a completion, should have been a first down, right? Those are the plays that I'm looking at, and I'm like, Okay, but if there's if that's to a talented receiver, now I think I think that's where I look at Luke Getzey a little bit, and, and it's mm-hmm. probably because Chase Claypool only had been there for a, a day. But he's that, only doing basic. He's only doing. Basic he was rocks. doing basic stuff. wasn't doing a ton of stuff. But that's that's where I look at Luke Getzey, and I'm like, yeah, let's not put Equinamia St. Brown in that position again. Yeah. That needs to be either Darnell Mooney or Chase Claypool moving and forward. Claypool showed him showed himself to be really you know valuable in the sense of look at for our big targets. You know, when we really needed to convert, I mean, we got robbed. Let's be honest. We got robbed. Yeah. Um, who did he go to? He wasn't Darnell Mooney. It was Claypool. And Claypool, yeah. despite the fact being double covered, had a good opportunity to catch the ball if he if it wasn't for the PI. Like, yeah. let's let's be honest. He got wrapped up oh, and pulled no, back. He, he couldn't have. I, I saw a couple people. I saw Keyshawn Johnson saying, you need to be bigger than them. You need to go up and still just get that ball. And I'm just like, I, I get it, right? But. That was like literally the DB he, he saying, bear hugged I, my man's waist and pulled him back." That, that's, <laughs> that, that was literally the DB saying, "I'm gonna get called for a PI on this." Like you're not um, gonna get this completion. I'm gonna take this. You're penalty. not gonna get this. I'm gonna take this <laughs> penalty. And they just didn't throw the flag, right? So I think that that's the thing, right? And I'll say this: the one thing to, for me that I think really leads to the Bears continuing to be able to have offensive success is that they still understand their identity, right? Like we saw Justin Fields throw the most passes we've seen him throw this season last week. I believe he threw 28 passes last week. And to me, right, like that's a situation where you're just kind of trying to figure out, okay, we need to see what Claypool can do. We need to add this in with Mooney. Let's try and throw the ball a little bit more. But the Bears still ran the ball a ton. It, uh, uh, David Montgomery had his worst day, but he still got 14 rush attempts. Khalil Herbert, I believe, added another 12 in there. The Bears still understand their identity. So they're not going all in on Justin Fields even now, right? Like, yes, they're letting him do more. Yes, he's playing better. He's still going. But they still understand, right, our offensive line can't block for this dude in pass pro. Our offensive line can't keep this guy protected in pass pro. We still got to run the ball. That still has to be our bread and butter. The thing is that Miami literally was just like, we're going to sell out for the run. So I think that it was more of a situation where they were sniffing out what you were trying to do. Yeah. And so Justin Fields had to do something more than that, and he was able to do that. So if you look I think at that that's the reason that the offense's success, for me, would be sustainable. If you look at what uh, Claypool does for us. Now, Claypool is not, you know, he's not on the level of, I, I, you could argue he's not on the level of, you know, who's the gentleman you you compared him to that you got killed for on TikTok? Justin, Justin, oh, I said, yeah. I said he's, he's not a Justin, Justin Jefferson level talent. Yeah. Right? He's not Justin Jefferson. But that doesn't mean he's not a good wide receiver who can be a, a good threat that you got to pay attention to. Yeah. And you knew that because he got double teamed. Yeah. They knew <laughs> he was going to get that ball. So, like, what does that do? I think you all were already hinting, hinting towards this, and I don't want to be repetitive, but, you know, what does that do for everyone else? What is that, you know, now Mooney is not – Mooney was getting doubled for a while because they knew that yeah. that was the only target he has. Now that frees him up. Like, so now we have those opportunities. Now we go into you have to make the play. Yeah. And that St. Brown has to come down with that ball. Yeah. Uh, it's it's right. on point. It's in stride. You got to catch that ball. You got to convert that. 
Like mm-hmm. all of that now opens us up to now the point where we're not looking at Justin Run for 175 yards and breaking world, uh, NFL records in regular season history. He broke a regular season history stat. I want yeah. you to understand. It was the last time you heard a Bears anybody do that. Uh, that wasn't 30 years ago. Uh, well, Devin Hester. Uh, <laughs> so, Devin but, Hester. Devin yeah, Hester. Yeah. But, Didn't like, break it here, though. Well, offensively. When's the last yeah, time you yeah, saw yeah. that happen on offense? Probably it's Walter. been a while. Sweetness <laughs> would be the last time we've had Walter. Probably, I would think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would think Walter. I, I, I wouldn't I, think anybody. I, else. I say all that to say, like, we're trending in the right direction, and yeah. now you look at, you know, ultimately what he gave up to get Claypool. Was that a good move? He gave up a second round pick. Yeah, it was good because now you have someone who's a proven receiver. No, he may not be a thousand yard receiver. But he's a proven receiver who you could put in and he can actually create space and he can actually, you know, make plays for your team and he can help Justin develop. That's what you wanted. You didn't want to bring another rookie. It's like all my criticism for him is like, hey, we're willing to deal these picks. We have a ton of picks and we get money. I'm happy. Like I mentioned before, I don't care what the record is. As long as we can see progression, we went from the first three weeks of throwing ducks and going for under 100 yards to now Justin just playing his game, playing free. And yeah. you can't tell me that he doesn't look like the emergence of I I I, I don't like the analogy, but he looks like Jalen Hurts to me now. And Jalen Hurts is a top QB in today's league. Jalen Hurts. Um, I'm not gonna say that. murdering Jalen Hurts I hate it. I hate it. But now he's he, but I like what the Eagles did. It shows like the difference. The Eagles, it shows it, what he, putting talent around somebody can do. Man, I, I don't like nah. Tua, but look at how Tua looked. Nah, too, too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I had I had to pull back on that. I was like, you know what? He's delivering that ball pretty well. <laughs> it don't look like it, but it's getting well, there. It's getting there. <laughs> Go ahead, Ringo. Yeah, I don't know. For for me, for me, and I said this. I said I said I said this on my TikTok. Uh, Stefana Down One. Go follow that Bear, Bears and Bulls content. Um, go. So, so basically, what it is, right? I'm going to challenge you on that clay for a thousand yards because of the simple fact. But now I, I now said it in my TikTok. Who's been who's been throwing at him the entire time? <laughs> like, well, I mean, he the, the a- one, A-Rob has a thousand yards. No, too. no, no but I'm, 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 I'm saying, though, like, had, you know, he's, he's had, A-Rob he's had was the number it. one, though. You got to think he's the, had the, one, the one year where Chase would have been the number one, he got. Old, uh, no, Juju was still there. He got this is the first year without Juju, and he got Mitch. Yeah, I mean, like he's never really. I mean, my my point is, I don't think he's ever really had a shot. And I think the I think the cool thing about it, right? Yeah. That 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 Poles did. He's like, yeah, we gonna get Justin help. I think I think that Claypool can develop into a thousand yard receiver. And on top of that, the thing that Claypool does. Uh, really, really well that people kind of sleep on. This little blocks, yeah. This little blocks, yeah. like up I until that how point. Big of a I mean, the, the, the Steelers, the Steelers are. I didn't realize we're, we're a run heavy team. Yeah, he's six so, four. I didn't realize he was six four. What two fifteen, two twenty? Bro, no, I knew, not, I knew not, how big he was. That's, that's, like, a, that's a big dude. You know right. what it is, right? You know what it is. When I hear height, because here's the thing: I'm six foot. When you hear height. You'd be like, oh, he's a little bigger than me. But then when you see him stand next to other large men, you're like, no, that's that's a tall dude. Six tall foot. Dude. What am I really six foot? That's when you start questioning your own height. When you see that the person <laughs> well, who, I need to put some more. 
the person who got me the most, and I, I don't want to get too far off topic, but Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. I didn't realize was my height. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But Odell he Beckham. Looks, Odell he Beckham's looks bigger. On the inverse, Odell Beckham's a short dude. <laughs> He's a short dude, but he looks bigger. Like, he carries his weight. Like, he looks wider, too. I was that's like, every, That's because every time you see right, him, uh, it's, it's all about how he uses his body, though. Like, he, yeah. he's still. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It, it, even 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 with the injuries, it, even with the injuries, he, up, he's still one of the better receivers in the league. I would go pick he's him up. Still, he still got some talent, but he going to a contender. He, he, yeah, he I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He already pick got a ring. I, I, I think like he wants a three year deal. I would. I wouldn't pick him up yeah, just because he wants to go to a contender. So technically, this would be a waste of year for him. Yeah, I ain't giving you a three year deal. I would say this: you, you sometimes. And I, I'm learning that this is true in football, but it's definitely true in basketball. Sometimes you sign a talent for what they do for your locker room and what they do for certain your certain cores. You know, like I would I would go get Odell to help our young receivers. Because no, and, he runs and beautiful that's what, routes. Beautiful yeah. routes, you know, yeah. and he has hands. I would do it for that reason alone. No, absolutely. And that's you that's know, what he, I that's imagine what, I'm what Claypool can learn from him, you know. In the sense I think, of I think the, the hard routes. the hard part about it is right. Like it, while I agree with you that he's an excellent receiver, he's an excellent route runner. He does a lot of good things. Short routes too. He kills those short routes. Really good in football, legit. And you and you hear a lot of the the um, the older the older guys talk about this a lot more than a lot of the younger guys. In football, it's literally oh he's down, I keep moving because of how many people get hurt. How many and and literally it's like. When you're down, right, like you're still a part of the team, but not really because you're trying to rehab. You're trying to get yourself back right so that you can get back on the team. And they will move. They just keep moving, right? So I think that that's mm-hmm. the part where it's like I've, his injury history scares me more than anything. Sure. But I, I think the one thing that, that I'm looking at with this Bears team right now is what they have now offensively and how they're going to be able to continue to move forward with the talent that's in the room. There's so much talent to me that I think is – untapped is yes because i don't think justin's tapped into it right and and what i mean Mm. to say is that right like i think darnell mooney's probably a better receiver than we've seen because we haven't seen justin be able to drop back and throw i think claypool's a better Mm. receiver than we've seen because we haven't seen justin be able to drop back and throw and even just seeing right those short routes little things like that those are good things to see those are like extensions of the run and you've got claypool who's a really hard runner but i think those two guys is something to me that you can see even more of that. And so as we're moving ahead throughout the season, Claypool's going to get a lot more used to the system. Uh, Mooney's now not just getting focused on because he's the only dude on the team that can catch a football, right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys – what's your outlook for the rest of this season? Because we've got eight games left. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm, I, I've been optimistic on the Bears the entire time. I said that the Bears could be a nine-win team coming into this season. Um, I still see a lot of wins, and I think over this next month, I'm going to have to be toweling Bears fans off. Um, just be like, no, calm down. Remember, hey, no, we're not that team. We're not that guy. We're not that guy. We are not, not him that. just yet. Um, because when you look at the rest of I mean, just the rest of this month, there's three games this month the Bears could win out. The Jets are playing really well. Jets are six and three. They're playing really well. I guess so. Maybe you lose there, but you got the Lions, you got the Falcons, you got the Jets. If I if I if I could go first on it, 
Um, go ahead. Go, nah, go ahead, bro. The Lions beating Green Bay, huge boost for them. Um, I would I would be cautious to think that that's a laydown game. Falcons, I think that's a dub. Jets, surprisingly, I don't know what what has happened with the Jets organization. Salute to them, but Smart they have you got a defense and a run they a, game. They got a defense. They so and a run game. And the one thing we don't have right now is uh, a good defense, and their offense is starting to click a little bit too. Um, but even but even we're not that, bad like, defensively. Don't get me wrong, but we sold no, no, we, we pretty bad. We, we sold, uh, we no, sold no, our no, defense no, off no, right no, now no. to get younger to clear no. up space and stuff like yeah. that. We did what we needed to do. Yes. And so I'm not expecting. I, hey, listen, the last couple of games, the Cowboys put up 50 points on us. The Dolphins yeah. put up 35. Yeah, almost 50, bro. Almost, almost 50. 49. Big, big difference between 49 and 50. Big difference. <laughs> One <inch means> a lot. <laughs> Don't go down as 50, though. One uh. inch means a lot, I guess. But anyway, so, <laughs> so like, like I'm not expecting us to win these games. I'm expecting us to see development and scheme come together. And that, that's where I want to tell Bears fans, be patient. But but here's I think here's the thing right like and this is the part that gets me and, and, and the Lions have me, an offense it's gotten me excited throughout the entire season is it hasn't has there been a step back this season we haven't seen and it, this is probably the first time in my Bears fandom no. life like we haven't seen a step back we've stepped back. Not really. We had a slow start. No, not really. I mean, but I, I Justin, said Justin the beginning didn't have a big season. offensive day where we were like, he's got it. And then the next week he put up like 40 passing yards and and just couldn't run the football. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, we're seeing continue through the season that the Bears continue to move in the right direction. Maybe defensively, we, we could say the Bears have stepped back a little bit because the defense, I guess, has gotten worse because of the pieces we've traded off. But they are – they're continuing to move forward. And that's why, like, yeah. as I look at the next eight games, right, I mean, heck, we get Green Bay again. You know, like, we got Lions, we Falcons, Jets. We get Green Bay again, who apparently everybody there hates Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers hates everybody there. So that's a that's a great relationship to go up against. Uh, guess, Eagles and I, Bills, I ain't, I'm still listening. Hey, there. Eagles, I'm a, Bills, I'm, and Vikings, we're going to – I think I'm we're going to I'm going to tell you this. Right? I've had but the so, Vikings beating us all season. Yeah, but even the, but even with Lions, those four, right? That's still the Bears finishing out with four more wins. That's a seven and ten season. I th I think it's gonna be six if that. May maybe five. The reason why I say that, like I'm like I'm not even trying to like, you you know, dish all or anything, but like that the Lions I give y'all. But the I mean the the Falcons can actually win the division like that like that's like an actual thing. So it just it just. No, no, like li literally, like it, it looks like I give like Tam. I know Tampa just won, but Tampa looks bad. T Tam yeah, Tampa looks the, bad, but the, but the Vikings don't look good either. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, whoa, no, no, the Vikings. I'm not, not, not the Vikings. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not the Vikings. I tweaked. Uh, the the Falcons don't look good either. I'm about to say, right, but, but somebody some gotta win on, the division. So I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> that, like they're gonna they're gonna get up for their game. They're gonna yeah, get up but, for their game. But I mean, game. but I mean, here's the thing. It's at their place. But but I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and you know this. Somebody's gotta win. But oh come on, we know. Hey, 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 five. Your five, your division has your division has typically been the division where like somebody no, wins no, the division I know. I'm with seven yeah, wins. I get that. 
I get which that. means you lost at least eight to ten games, depending on what year you were in without a schedule. I, I get so that. So, like, I, I think that's the part where I'm like, yeah, like, the Falcons, somebody's got to win in that situation. But my outlook going through the rest of this season is just like, I don't see a game in here outside of, I mean, realistically to me, the Bills game. I think the Bills game is the one game that I look at where I'm like, Justin's probably going to have a tough day that day. And if he shows me something that day, crown him. <laughs> crown him. That boy, well, that boy is going to be got, able to. I got four games where we take an L. Which I'm fine with, right? But Jets, I, but but Eagles, there's no Bills, game. Vikings. There's no game in five. here. There's no game in here that the Bears can't compete in. Outside of the Bills. <laughs> I think the I Bills say- is- I think the Bills not, is the one game we're not going to be able to You leaving off the Eagles like. Well, yeah, I, think, no, I, I don't, think, I don't, I don't, I don't think we'll beat yeah. the Eagles, but I think that we can compete with the Eagles. You, you we put what? up that last part, my bad. I said, I don't think that we can beat the Eagles, but I think that we can compete with the Eagles, right? I think, I think the Bills game is just a game where the Bills have one of the best defenses nah, in the NFL. You know what I they're going to do. The, the Bills the also have, have one of the best defenses. Vikings have one of the facts. best defenses. Like, These are all top like defenses. you don't got one, you don't got two, but you got three, you got three DBs right defenses. now. And, and see, CJ Gardner Johnson is, is leading the league in interceptions. Darius Slade shutting down one side of the field. And Matt, did you just say, did you not say sauce? Did you say his full name? He didn't say sauce. No, no you, you, you didn't say sauce. No, no, no. I never brought up sauce one time. I said, <laughs> oh. I said CJ Gardner Johnson. Oh, I Darius got you. I got you. Darius Slade shutting down one side of the field, and Maddox, Maddox is right now like they're playing. Their DBs are playing at a top tier level right now. No, I'm, I'm so, not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. But I think he's not saying that is, we're going to win. He's I'm, saying I'm, I'm, I'm more worried about. I, I got you. Can got destroy you. the offensive line and kill Justin with speed up front. And the Bills scare me more than the Eagles do with that. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to see Justin run more than my uh, running backs. No. For the rest of the, and if you ask me if there was a step back. Now, it's not designed that's the step back for me. It's the not designed, though. I, no, I get it. But the step back for me is we we are – I applaud what he's doing. He still had three TDs. Still great. But I saw Justin on the run more than I saw him actually on the – you know, using his arm. And that's something that we want, might not have a good opportunity to showcase in the majority of these next couple of games. And that, to me, will be where maybe we take a step back. And so if we if we are able to see him be effective, not necessarily win, but be effective, he can get – he has time in the pocket. He can use his legs to create, you know, the opportunities to make a play using his arm, not necessarily just totally depending on his legs. Now I feel better about it. And I know it's like, hey, this is really realistically his first season under a, a new – organization new scheme give it some time but you also want to like we all know what what tends to happen with qbs who use their legs more than not look at how kc is using patrick mahomes patrick mahomes was very run heavy first couple years now they make him in, sit, in, sit in the pocket they want well, him to use the, his arm I, more. I think, you know I think so it's like i, I want to see him make that progression the difference is right it, with justin fields that i've seen with most of these guys is it's very lamar jackson-esque where we can you know say the, we, that we can say the same thing about Lamar that you, Lamar didn't get hit. Tell me I'm consistent though. You know how I feel about Lamar. No, 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 but but I think Justin also can throw the ball. That's the thing that we saw in this game, right? Like Justin can pass. Lamar literally couldn't throw. But then like, but he, then, he was uh, awful the, the at throwing the football. Justin Justin got receivers. 
Justin got receivers. Well, so, I don't you know, want him to lend this talent. I want him you, to develop. You got to. You you got you have to. I, I think I think this is the thing with Justin, right? Like it's he about get too with, with, with quarterbacks that run. The thing that you fear is them getting hit. For Justin's sure. Justin's not getting hit. Justin ran for over hundred yards on three plays, and nobody touched him the entire time, right? I think that's the thing, right? Where you saw him get hit a couple of times, and but you're seeing his awareness grow. You're seeing his ability to. There's one play where coming off the left side, I thought Justin was about to die. I thought it was over. I was, I was in the car. I was like, "Oh, he finna. It's over. He about to get crushed." And you saw him just duck out of it, step up, still keeping his eyes down the field, which tells me that he wants to throw the ball. It maybe just isn't anything down there. And yeah, then yeah. he's making a run. Then he's making his moves right. And so for me, right, I look at I look at the situation with, um, the Bears over the next eight weeks, and I'm saying that Justin Fields is going up against teams where, yeah, on paper, they should crush him. They should kill him. They should dominate him. But he's the one that is the game changer. He's the one that – because he should have got crushed versus the Dolphins. Oh, he should have been laying on – Bradley Chubb was coming at him all night long. He only got to him once. Yeah. I think Kurt Warner did a really good job. I think that's the game changer. Yeah, Kurt Warner does a really good job breaking down film. I, I – I have no problem, you know, shouting out where I get some of these uh, ideas from because uh, the all 22 is not always available to us to readily see to make videos about. So uh, Justin still has that issue where he's reading the play too long. He has to trust that the receiver's going to, he has to throw it, which is why you see plays where he's using his legs too much. Um, so it's not limiting his talent. I was kind of responding to a comment. I saw it's not limiting his talent. It's like, Hey, the next level of you being a league QB is you have to get that ball out. It's great that you are a great athlete and you can use your legs and you can make plays. That's great. But that's a short shelf life. What we see with Lamar Jackson, what he's doing is an anomaly. It's happened twice in our lifetime. Yeah, but I think the I other players we've seen it happen with, guess what? One of them is sitting there on the couch right now wondering why he ain't picked up by a team. You know what, though? I don't I don't think and he's an MVP. Just, I, I don't think that we can say that, though, because we see guys who are using their legs every week now. We see guys that, that that is a part of their game. And I think there's just a development, right? We want the we want the finished product now with Justin Fields, and that's not gonna happen over the yeah, next time. It's just not right. Like right now, he he has the team where he has to get up and he has to use his legs. He has to get up and he has to run. Like the video, if you agree, he had there are moments where off of the left side, right? He's got a rookie left tackle trying to guard him. That rookie left tackle was going up against Bradley Chubb. That's not gonna work. You're yeah. gonna lose. You know what I mean? Like, not to say that he lost every play, but you're gonna lose on that situation. So those are the moments where, to me, right, like, and and as as we look at the the games that that are coming up, I see opportunity, especially the Lions. That's opportunity, and they keep playing man defense for some reason, um, which Justin Fields can absolutely eat up. But like, yeah, nah, the Lions, both, of, both of the Lions games is a win. I, yeah, I, I I see that as a win. Like, I think Justin Fields is gonna have two of his best games of the, of his career. I hope in, so. In those games, because like they don't have a defense. I, the, the Lions' defense don't. They don't, even have, make sense. They don't have a defense. <laughs> it, it doesn't even make sense, bro. They're all <laughs> they, they don't early. Offense. I don't know you, what you happened. Got, you got rid of. You got rid of TJ. You got rid of TJ Hawkinson. You, you just I, made I, a huge. I, I, he, he just made a huge trade in Minnesota. Yeah, you just made a huge trade in the division, by the way. So you're basically like, yeah, we're gonna see eating Minnesota. Hey, hey, thank you, Minnesota. You know what I mean? Like my fantasy team. Uh, hey, but listen, but I, 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 like I just 
I, do. I just I'm looking at you know okay the Lions game they have no defense the Falcons game they barely have a defense the Jets game the Jets have a nice defense but then that's where okay is Justin turning into that game because to me right like the only thing that's working like I'll use the New York Giants as an example the Giants have been pretty good all season because they've had one dude that with one play could change the game they've had one dude that with one cut with one up the field the game has changed you know what i mean that's what justin fields is becoming for the chicago bears and so i don't view the jets as a game that the bears can't get i think the packers i i thought the packers were gonna beat us both times uh they look doo-doo um <laughs> they I look thought we were gonna split with the packers i thought we was gonna split with my uh minnesota i i think we're we're not gonna split with minnesota they it's it's okay to admit that a team has your number no, it's, and it's, it's just their time it's, it's just their time State division. I love you can have it right now. You yeah, can have it right it's now. It's your time. That doesn't mean that you're gonna be there consistently, but like I wouldn't be surprised if they made a deep playoff run or even you know, I, I think they have a good shot as a, at a Super Bowl run. I really do, they and so, I hope that they, they do it. They so weird to me. Like, I feel like I feel like the same way I feel like in the NFC, they have a shot at a deep run, but I also could absolutely see them getting eliminated in the first round just because Kirk shows and turns back into Kirk. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk might Kirk might smoke it. Like it but really, it, and they're really They've really gone from like we're gonna be run heavy to we're gonna put the ball on your arm, Kirk. So I could absolutely see both happening. He balling right now. Shout out to Kirk. Keep balling. Keep doing what you're doing. Go as far as you can. I don't hate y'all as much as I hate the the Packers. I don't really care as much or the Lions really. Like the Vikings, I probably hate the Vikings least of all. Um, although I did hate y'all when y'all had Adrian Peterson just because I knew he was gonna set a record every time he came in the building. But (laughs) bro, Adrian Peterson, bro. Bro, I remember seeing have him as their top three running backs of all time. You smoke. Bro, I remember seeing Adrian Peterson just walk in the stadium and he was just staring mad. Hey, would, you, would you pay him? I said he's been a run for 150 yards. I think that man had four touchdowns that day. I was so <laughs> yes, I would I pay would. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Adrian Peterson came back from an ACL injury in like seven months. Yeah, I'm paying Adrian Peterson. There's only a certain, <laughs> there's only certain RBs like he would pay in the history. Hey, of, hey, of and put up two thousand yards after he did it, bro. <laughs> Man's a beast. Adrian Peterson was like, "Just put the knee in there. I'm out there." Oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, the, the, the full knee. You don't need the full knee. Put the knee in there. I'm going out there. 2,000 yards. All right, Adrian, it's yours, man. It's your world. Whose world is this? Hey, man, we appreciate y'all tuning in to Rocket with us, man. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page if you are, if you have not done so. Appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode of The Daily Show, man. Uh, We do this Monday through Friday, 11 to 12. Uh, Your boy's got a start date for the new gig, so... These may be pre-recorded in the future, which means we might see more of Ringo and and uh, Kid on there, because you know, then you know, get to the jobs yeah. don't come looking for you and all that stuff. So good to see you guys tuning in and rocking with us, man. Appreciate I'm you guys showing point. love every single day. Uh, here's an interesting thing, right? As we as we continue, still talking Bears, but kind of talking more general NFL here. Uh, for the first time in a long time, the Chicago Bears not only are not the laughing stock of the league. But seem to have made every single correct decision this offseason, throughout the season, on GM, on coaching, on players. And I say that because the Bears go find Luke Getze. The Packers are in shambles. 
And you absolutely could have went out and got Nathaniel Hackett, who technically was the OC. And he looks awful. He looks like he can't figure out how to get Russell Wilson an offense. And Russell Wilson is a Hall of Famer, more than likely. Yep. You've got the Colts, who just hired Jeff Saturday, who was on TV on Friday. And they were in a situation where you went out and you nabbed Matt Eberflus, who probably would have been next in line for a head coaching situation there. Does it speak something to you that seemingly from the top down, and again, this goes into stability, not just one season, not just the rest of the season, but for the future, that the Chicago Bears are moving into the right direction based on what we're seeing, not just that we aren't the laughing stock, but that almost every move that we've made outside of Ailish Jones has kind of worked out for the Chicago Bears this season. Um, so I'm I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely say yeah, just because it, I mean if if you look at it, like like I said, out, outside of outside of Dayball and Ibraflus. Like the 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 rest of the league isn't outside of well not outside of Dayball, Ibraflus, and um Miami, Miami. My Mike McDaniel or Mike um not Mike McDaniels. What is that boy name? The one buddy name. You know we talk about head coach in Miami. You know, you know. You know what he's talking about. Mike Jones? No. (laughs) Who? Um nah. (laughs) Outside of those three, I mean everybody else looks like I mean I mean well the Colts already started firing people. Um, Josh McDaniels probably won't have a job after this season. His name is Mike um, McDaniel. I was right. And uh, yeah, I was Mike yeah, yeah. Josh McDaniels probably won't have a job after this season. Yeah. Um, and and then I mean, I mean, even in Arizona, even in Arizona with Cliff Kingsbury, like there's no um stability there. So if you if you look at it, really, I mean. This is a W that they keep moving in the right direction. And and shout out to Pose because he's looking at it like this is an offensive league. I have to put I have to put talent around my young QB. Yeah. And and I mean I mean me me personally, I think they're just gonna have I think they're just gonna build the defense through through a draft. And and who's who who am I to say that they won't who are we to say that they won't get it right, right? Like, I mean you already got uh, you already got Gordon, who's coming along. Uh, Brisker, Brisker looks like he's coming along. Uh, J- Jalen, John- Jalen Johnson made a heck of a play uh, on that third down because he uh, Waddle had him smoked. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and he yeah. came back yeah. and and uh, got that deflection. So I mean, if you if you look at it, everything points to like you you basically gonna have the best GM and the and the best coach for. I mean, really. The the next couple years, if you look at it, like nobody nobody will re- re- refute that probably outside of the Giants. The best thing Pose did was to get a coach with competency. Right? If you look at how we started the season, he didn't have a coach that buckled under pressure. He had a coach that had a game plan, a development plan in place, and they stuck to it and they made adjustments to allow Justin the opportunity to make plays and things of that nature while still trying to implement certain things. we It's okay for us to admit that the first couple of games were a disaster. They were. 
But look how easily we've forgotten about that once we saw Justin making plays and stuff like that. I mean, we won the I'll, first I'll, couple of games. So I don't know if I say they were a disaster. I well, they were a disaster from, ex- yeah. from an execution standpoint. Like uh, San Francisco I mean, was uh, the uh torrential they, downpour plays into that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but like we could go back on our very lives, and yeah. you know, we live called some of those games, and the temperament yeah. was totally different. Now, even in the loss, I mean, hey, listen, when's the last time we had a ta- had a team put 50 points on us? We was like, man, that's encouraging. Like, like it's the last never. time that's ever happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, no, I do. I said I felt better, and and I said I felt better about the loss to Dallas, where it was 49-29, than I did you, you about did, you did with that. I, I felt better about the loss to Dallas than I felt the about win. the win versus uh, Houston. Because of how it happened, yeah, what we were able to see and stuff like I, that. I, I, I guess. But well, I, mean, that, I thought yeah. the win versus Houston was like a win is a win. Yes, I see some things that were moving in the right direction, but ugh, we and just so, almost got cooked by Houston. <laughs> yeah. so a, a lot of that you have to look at it like, hey, we have. If you don't think that's that has something to do with coaching and just allowing your players to come into their own and stuff like that, that's a skill. People yeah. management is a skill. People get yeah. hired and paid really big money from a people management perspective and a head coach has to do all of that so that's what i like he's he's managed that situation to the point where now look at what the look at the conversation we're having mm-hmm. pose recognizing making the change that he did he could have just sat on those picks and built completely through the draft he said no i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get i'm gonna get my qb a, t- uh, a target use one of those picks didn't sit on his hands made a play and guess what it actually was a a, a, a play that pat himself Called out, was like, "Hey, this would be a really good move if you pulled it off." Boom, a week yeah. later, it's done. It's not even a week later; it's like a week, a later. day. It was, it was like it's six hours, <laughs> which means it was already happening. So that again, real football guy making real football decisions. That's the big. That's the best thing that the, the Bears organization has ever done. Right. Yeah. So from that perspective, yeah, everything is trending in the right direction. Everything hey. is. It's just night and day from what we were. We're no like we're talking about our defense. We're gonna lose because our defense is subpar right now because we sold our defense the last time we did that. Oh, oh it's oh, a that, full rebuild. No, that was, that was no, that was never a last time because it never happened. Yeah, we're yeah, in a we, full we, we rebuild. Ne- by the somebody, time by the time we sold on our defense, it was too old to be good. Somebody in the chat the other day was like, "Hey, I'm nearly fifty years old. I've never seen the Bears do a complete rebuild, and this feels like a complete rebuild." That's that goes to show you something. And it, it, it will uh, be. I can't say that they did a complete rebuild with Pace. It just didn't work. Hey, they did a complete rebuild. Like they they it, tore it down. Like we sucked. We got top picks. We had the second pick in the draft, and we picked Mitch. Pick Mitch. So you know what I mean, work. like, hey, listen, that'll set you back a little while. <laughs> so, but but again, like even from what the fans see, yeah, like Chicago is a really tough place to play. But if they see that you're trending in the right direction, Chicago will rock with you. Chicago is much like Philly in that in, in that regard. Yeah. They will rock with you till the wheels fall off until you start making dumb moves. And Pose started off a little rocky, but there was a method to his madness. He stuck to his game plan. And now the whole city is rallying behind him because now we can see, all right, you believe in Justin. Look at what he's doing. You're getting him some targets. Look at what he's doing. We got all this money next season, and we got all these picks. All right, now we're in a position to actually be a contender in some way, shape, or form. I think it, that's the part he, he, he can't do no wrong, realistically. I, I, I was going to say, real quick. Bro, he hasn't he done wrong. Off, Let me say that. How did he start off rocky to you? I, well, I think that's the part that excites me, right? It's not that, to me, it's not me? that he started off rocky. It's just that we yeah, yeah, really yeah. I was, I was going to say, I don't think he has. He didn't listen. We, we all sat here. We were like, you didn't pick a receiver. You clearly need a receiver. 
Hey, you didn't pick a receiver. The you biggest mistake needed... he made was not getting those was because you got to think about it. He traded a second round pick mm-hmm. to the team that he had the opportunity to get one of their best receivers, who was one a second round pick. From. Yeah, and 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 rightfully he so. Had two right? shots like, at it. You have to you have to understand what Chase Claypool the Chase Claypool trade is right. The Chase Claypool trade is making up for the fact that Bayless Jones right now is not good. I'm not saying he'll never be good. I'm not saying that he won't figure it out or something won't click inside of him. Uh, like the video, if you agree, right? But but you make that trade because you didn't draft George Pickens. And That's, you, that, Pickens. And, and you right. thought that Valus Jones was going to be there. Now, what I will say is that, right, while we didn't agree with the moves that Poles did make. Gordon came out to be a good Gordon player. looks like he can play football. Brisker absolutely looks like he's going to be a all pro at some point. I was and good on Brisker. Brisker looking at how he's affecting Eddie Jackson standing next to him has now turned Eddie Jackson back into the player that we hoped he was going to be here under Ryan Pace, right? So I think that the thing with polls is like, not that he got out to a rocky start, but it's it's the thing that gives me the most faith in the Bears moving forward is that which is crazy to say because I don't know if I've ever had just faith. Uh, or maybe I've only moved off faith. Maybe that's really what it is. <laughs> but that we he made moves that we were like, hey, listen, it better work. And for the most part, those moves have worked. The ones for the that most he moved part, off a lot of the acquisitions that he made worked. And now Lucas Patrick, I think, is a big miss at this point because he's just been injured all season. Poles can't control that, but yeah. That's that's one where right like that was supposed to be your starting center. Now we got Sam Musfer in there instead. I would rather have Lucas Patrick, whatever it is. But he's cut his losses quickly, and 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 I think that's the thing, right? Like we wanted immediate. I think more Bears fans than than not wanted immediate results to see. Show me something that says that you were the right hire for Ryan from uh, um, George George. McCaskey for the first time, and he didn't give us that. He said, "I've got a plan. I'm gonna follow my plan." Well, we don't like your plan. I, I really don't, don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> this is our plan. We're going to follow our plan. And we and and now we're at week eight of the season, right? Because remember, like, with Ryan Pace, like, the plan was two, three years. Like, yeah. we're still in a rebuild here. The plan was two, three years. We're in week eight. We're in week nine now, going into week ten. And we see that the plan, at least in this stage, is working. Now, here's the thing. He still got to go out and make the right draft picks. He still got to go out and find the right players. You still got to go out and pay the right players. You and still got to go out and pay the offensive linemen to stand in front of Justin Fields and or draft them and make the right decision on that. I There's really feel like he's so much for him to do. Picks. I really feel like that those picks are trade capital um, for us to get some other players. I really do. Like nah, the, the NFL because, was being like a lot like the no. NBA in that sense that people are being willing are willing to deal talent. Uh, but the more team, now than they were in years the past. The teams that you see do that already have the young talent that they don't have to pay yet. That's why you build through the draft because the salary cap ain't big enough for you to just pay everybody. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. As but, big as it is, it ain't big enough for you to be like, let's yeah. go buy a defense okay. and an offense. You got to you, you got to pick which side you're gonna draft. You look at the rumor uh, reel and uh, some of those things that really grew legs and had some real traction to it. There's some teams that are really looking to make, do some some big moves and, and sell off some pieces. We are in a position to make some moves for those pieces, and but you that's, know what, a, that's a big thing for me. 
Yeah. You know, when Two. we get rid of Mac, we get rid of all, we get, we pretty much get rid of our defense. You got rid which, of your defense. We, which Noah we knew King was going to happen. I mean, legit. Noah King Hicks, no Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn's gone, Roquan Smith is gone. Um, all the good players that we had. <laughs> so, everybody. I mean, really. I mean, who, who am I missing? Somebody else is gone. Oh, well, no, we kept Vildor. Duke Long story short, like, but look at but look at the amount of picks your, we your have. whole defense is going. Yeah, we have nine. We still have nine to ten picks, and we got one hundred thirty-four million dollars. Yep. yep. I know that we keep I, over stating that. And I don't want to overstate it, but like that's a really big deal when we already feel like we're getting some real traction with the team that we have. We can now do what the Bengals did and get an O line for Justin, if that's what it comes to. We still got a pick in the first round, and we're projected to pick an uh, offensive lineman. Um, and multiple, I, I did my research. We got multiple draft boards have us picking that kid from Northern, which I hope yeah. we do. Because uh, <laughs> it was just, that. it was just funny that he was the one don't you do doubled that. down on when you did, having never seen nothing about him. <laughs> I did watch, I watched a little tape on him. I, I'm not going to sit there and make it seem like I'm a savant with college football. I am not. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I, I, here's the one thing that makes sense. We have a need. This kid seems to be the best in the draft at what that need is. He fits yeah. that mold. You draft that guy. If that guy doesn't work out, at least I can say as a fan, you drafted the best opportunity. You drafted the best guy to give us an opportunity to win. I'm not going to fault you for that. But again, right, I think I think that's the thing, right? And that's the part where th this part is not over with at all. Like Ryan Paul's sure. halfway through the season, I love what we've seen from I love what we've seen from the Bears. I love Flus. I feel like the Bears are really in a good direction. I feel like they're moving in the right direction with the hires they've made, with the pieces they put in place. We've seen development. We've seen growth out of this team. We've seen uh, uh, those young pieces grow. But here's the thing, right? Like I'm sure Jacksonville was saying a lot of those same things maybe not actually last season was weird for jacksonville because they had uh what's his name out there at the club so maybe not yeah, I'm, I'm sure yeah, jacksonville yeah, was saying yeah. I, i'm i'm sure jacksonville was coming into this season saying we spent all this money we went out and got these weapons this is our time to see the development from our young qb this is the time to see our growth in trevor lawrence this is the time that we're going to see the jacksonville jaguars start to make plays and they have it we saw one game jacksonville is legit had one game where i looked at him and i was like that looks like a good football team. Stability. Nah, they got they, 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 I, I I say they had about three games that they could have they they could have won. I mean, there there's talent there, but but I I think I think with them the pro, the problem is just like, bro bro the GM, like like you 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 can't tell me you had bread and settled on Christian Kirk. Like I I, I still can't. But the thing is, Christian Christian Kirk was the best wide receiver on the market, bro. I mean, and with that, like you, you didn't, you didn't even need, like you, you could have, you could have. There was so many other things, bro. Like, like they could have waited, just, just because you already had the defensive. They already have a defense. Yeah, they could have just went. They could have just went out and just went just straight O line like the Bengals did. And and that's and that was, the one that was thing. like nah, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is is definitely a number one. But that's the like, problem. They, they, they tried now, to, they tried to copy what the Bengals that. did. They tried to copy what the Bengals did, and instead of going, they got a they got a couple O linemen, but they tried to copy what the Bengals did and go with a top wide receiver first. Instead of giving Trevor Lawrence time to make decisions in what is also a new offense, 
<laughs> what is also a new OC, what is also a new head coach in year two of the league. He's going through the same things Justin Fields is going through right now, but they spent money. They spent their yeah. money. They, they spent the their money. They spent the money wrong. Now, and they now spent the it wrong. That's why they, I say they, Ryan Poles got a long way wrong. to go. That's all People are going to kill uh, the QB for that. And look at what you just said. Look at all the stuff that's that's changing. Oh yeah, there. no, I'm, and, I'm not and, killing and, Trevor. I, and Trevor's actually having a decent season compared to to his first season. Like he's having a better season so far than he did last season. Uh, last season he he led. You know he had more ints than tds. That's a totally different thing now. Despite the fact that now now when he plays bad, he plays bad. He, I, I was big on Trevor. Under, I thought Trevor was the best QB in the draft. Nah, I, 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 I think Trevor's really good. I I just think like I like I said, they went that they, they 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 went the wrong way. Like he he's a franchise QB. I certainly think he's a franchise QB, but they definitely went the wrong way with that that opportunity that they had with the money. You you got you got to try to do something different. Trevor's gonna that, give you thirty eight to four thousand yards this season with over twenty TDs. And then as a second year QB, you can't tell me that's not good. No, it, it is. You know, it, it, it is I, what it is. The, the Jaguars the organization just sucks. The Jaguars legitimately just, and and that's why I say with polls, like this is the easy part. Trading and it's like, trading for Chase Claypool is the easy part. Trading yeah. for trading away Robert Quinn, trading away uh, Roquan Smith, and it may not seem easy. That's the easy part. You know what the thing is, like like what we said with the Bulls, right? When when the Bulls were going through their rebuild or retool or whatever they was calling it. I'm fine with you moving on from these pieces. But you better But be how right. do you replace them? Yeah, yeah, you better be right. <laughs> you better be right. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I I I believe in you. Guess what? I believed in Ryan Pace the same way. I'm fine with you making these decisions, but you better be right. Guess what? You picked uh, uh, picking you want to have a say he had the balls to do it. He picked Mitch. The dude over there beat Alabama in the national title game like a month before. <laughs> you better be right. And he wasn't right. And guess what? When you're wrong at that degree, when you're wrong, you don't have a job as a GM no more. Now it's on Ryan Poles to come in and say, hey, listen. Uh, I've made these decisions. I've made these moves. We're going offense over defense. I think we got the right coach in the building. I think that we've got the right OC in the building. Now I have to go out here and make these draft picks. Now I have to go out here and and sign these players to accentuate what we have on the field already. And I like that we're – I mean, dog, we're at week nine. And it feels like that he's kind of done that already. That's what gives me a little bit of hope. But then again, right, like – you drafted Baylor Jones in the third round, and there's definitely better players that went after him. So, like, no. you muted yourself, kid. He has there some you. misses. And I think the one thing about it is, and this is kind of like relating it to the, the bulls that I'm wearing, you know, just because you've had success in the past doesn't mean that you can walk into this organization everything you touch turns to gold. Yeah. And so now, yeah. hey, you chose Patrick Williams at four. You better be right. You better be right. And maybe he is, maybe he ain't. Cool. But how do you pivot from that? And I think, you know, using that as an analogy, he's he's had success in the, the rest of the draft that we can sit there and be like, all right, you missed here, but look at what else we got. And you've made up. Yep. For it. Yeah, you've made up. And, 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 and look at what you've the team. Look at what you've done. Now yeah. we are more competitive team. So now it's like, hey, no, there's no perfect GM. There's no, no and perfect I, GM. 
Yeah, no, nah, I yeah, I was just gonna say like did uh, my last point on that. Like, I don't even think like like with with that money and what you what you were saying earlier, kid, about like there there's some disgruntled right right receivers that you could put next to Darnell Mooney and uh and That's what you always looking I mean, for. you talk about I I mean D uh D Hop was in the mix late that that they talking about trading him Arizona's Arizona's there uh, uh Brent Brandon Cooks was Brandon Cooks just trying to leave Cooks, you know the test a thousand yard receiver wherever he where pretty much wherever he goes yeah. So I mean, like you, you, you got the money. At one point, this, this, like Ryan, Ryan Paul, like the Bears are about to be on the map next next season. Oh, we're on the like, map. like, sure. Once this hits, like, and, and he gets everybody in the room, everybody's gonna be lined up at the door. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to play with Justin. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get with this running game, and then so, so on and so forth. If you build it. They will come. Like okay, all right, all right. Hey, we got, we got, hey, uh, we got hey, our, we got hey, our field hey, of dreams hey, references out hey, here. Come on now. Hey man, we all appreciate right. y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. Let's close out with this real quick, man. Just a quick topic, um, because we we we've talked about bears all day, right? But we got another Chicago team that actually got a win last night. Uh, by the way, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports. How Chicago talk? So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, the, the, we, we did have a team, uh, get a win here last night. The bulls, uh, splitting with the Toronto Raptors early in the season looked much better last night. And I think, I think the question that I, that I asked on locked on bulls last night and that I want to ask on here is are the Chicago bulls to you? Does it look like they're struggling or does it look like they learned from last season that the beginning of the season is what it is. Get to where you need to get. I tell you what, I think that we're struggling simply because we don't have consistency with our star players playing and it's hard to build chemistry. It's hard to get into a flow when you have people in and out of the lineup. Now I'm not sitting there trying to trash him for being hurt, or them trying to, you know, manage that so that he is healthy long term. But it, it it matters. It does matter. Um, no matter what it is, it matters. You know, so, if, you know, he's going to be street clothes at some point. Then when he comes in, I need him to be on point. And sometimes yeah. he is. So far, sometimes he's not. Now, I'm, I'm expecting that to, to change. But, you know, that's just the reality of it. And then also, too, we have a very good problem. We have a problem with... You know, we have a all-star guard or all-star potential guard who's coming back from injury in about six weeks. Yeah. What happens when he hits the lineup? Because I don't I don't care what anybody says, I'm not benching Io. That would make no sense for Io's Io's come back a little bit to earth these last couple of weeks. 
I'm, I wouldn't bench him right away. I wouldn't bench him. I Lonzo, Lonzo would have to show me that he's 100% healthy, he's ready to go, and that he's able to come out there for a few games and, and be the Lonzo ball that we thought we gave $80 million. only thing that he does better than Ayo at this point is shoot from the corner. Facilitate. He's a better facilitator. I mean, I, that, that's not from the corner. That's everywhere, though. Yeah, Lonzo, I mean, I get Lonzo, you. Lonzo, Lonzo, Lonzo shoots forty percent from all yeah, the way around. Right. No, I get you, and I, I'm not. But I'm saying, like, when you look at where Lonzo is in his career versus where Io is in his career, year two, you would have picked Io over Lonzo. I would have. I, go back and look at it. I would have picked him. Year two, Lonzo had LeBron come in there, didn't he? Year yeah. one, I would have picked Io over. Him. Year one, I would pick Io over Lonzo. Like, you didn't I want to pick Io over Lonzo because Lonzo couldn't shoot. Yeah, you know, so it's like you, you, you have you have a really interesting thing where it's like, hey, how do you work that in? How is Billy going to manage that? Like, there's a lot of question marks in regards to that. Yeah, does Demar come back to Earth? Like, Demar's had a phenomenal season, but that's not the Demar that we know. We know the 22, 20 to twenty-two point a game Demar. We don't know 28, 30 point a game Demar. That's not who he's been consistently his career. It's just not. So he's been that dude at points in Toronto, but I think he also didn't have to be. If he was, he would have beat LeBron. No. LeBron no, bro. No, no, bro. LeBron Toronto Toronto was the better team. The thing is they collapsed. Yo. Tw- 2016 yeah, no. Brown was Thanos. Bron, Bron, Bron shut him down. I don't down. care what version of LeBron it was. LeBron ain't beating five solid people. He never he had. Did. He, he did. did. Mentally. He we did. Mentally. He did. I mean, was different, though. Twenty. I don't use 2016, but 2018, like the 2017. Bro, he beat that. He, he smoked them out four times straight, bro. Bro, yeah, I'm he, just saying. I'm just saying, like, he had help. It's not like LeBron did. I mean, he still had Kyrie averaging 20. Uh, it's Kevin Love averaging like 15. Like, he had a team. Like Yeah, but, but Toronto's team was definitely better. Bro. T- Toronto was better. But. And you needed you needed one person to step up. But, but that's. He didn't but, step up. So, I'm not saying that this is what he's. But I'm just saying, like, does he come back down to earth? Because he's never been heralded as the best shooting guard in the league. And we just got had a season where he was heralded as a top three shooting guard in the league. But you know what? I think. I think Do we, we continue team. that? The difference is, right, last season when you saw DeMar in the game, it was because he had no option, right? Like, we saw DeMar score at that rate. Not to say that he never could, but DeMar's always had help outside of maybe San Antonio. And DeMar was scoring really well in San Antonio, but just nobody paid attention to it. But DeMar's always had help. DeMar's always had somebody else that could score the basketball. He's always had somebody he could kick it to. He didn't have that last season. Everyone else was dead. Like, the whole team was dead, and Alex Caruso can't shoot. So – uh, when are shoot, we gonna have that conversation? He shoot when he, he Alex shoot Caruso when he was looking like trash out there outside of getting these you know feisty steals, but like he's I mean, getting, he's he averaging just for. as many turnovers as steals. That, so it's like that, that's that's what he's here for though. Like I'm not I'm not tripping on Alex Caruso for not knocking. I'm tripping on I'm tripping on Alex Caruso for taking eleven shots. I'm not tripping on yeah. Alex Caruso for missing shots. I, I I don't want Alex Caruso shooting the ball that often. I when want you let your double double machine be a double double machine. Yeah, I mean. Even even with Derrick Jones, like a he's a solid machine. defender, he can't oh, no, he, he can't really shoot. <laughs> I I told like it is what it is with some with some of the guys, but I mean to to me, I I honestly believe, especially with Lonzo coming back at some point in the season, 
I I think I think that they I think AK is looking at it like they need. I mean I mean even uh Kobe as well uh, AJ. Um, we don't even mention Kobe like, White anymore. I think that they the are in a state where it's just like we 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 got a good enough team. Like Demar is gonna do what he's gonna do. I I I think there's still a little bit of a question of you you know what what is, what is that going to do later in the season? But I mean the Bulls have one of the top benches in the league. I mean you 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 looked at it last night. Top the bench three. pretty much top three. I mean I I know Zach had thirty, but the bench pretty much got them back into that game. Yeah. Um. I mean Dragic, you you got you can make an argument that bro he's still a starter right now. Um, with, with, with the, with the way that he's been playing. So yeah. like, like Kia said, good problems. You get, you get him back, you get Lonzo back. Um, like, like those three guards, even with Caruso on the bench, that that's, inter, that's interchangeable. I, I think this is just an ebb and flow type thing that's going on uh, right now. Cause you're, you're forgetting that they're missing Drummond as well. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think that that's true. I that, think that the true. thing is too right, and I think Vooch's play being down as of late is going into Andre Drummond not being out there, right? Like I, I told y'all, that makes a huge when you can forget that your center's on the bench and then be like, Oh yeah, Vooch, get back in there. Like, that makes a huge difference. Like you're talking about 10, 15 actual minutes, not game minutes in a row that Vooch can just sit there and rest and come back in and be fresh and kill you. I think that's going to be an asset for the Bulls. Patrick Williams starting to play, but I think that's going to be an asset for the Bulls going that, through the rest of the really season. Big, yeah. I don't know who put the battery in his back, but I'm happy. I, I, I'll be the first one to say it. When Kobe White was playing bad, I said he was playing bad. When I said he didn't have it, he didn't have it. You kind of see how that played out. But when Kobe put together a stretch where I was like, all right, maybe he's changing the narrative on his yeah. career. I was very supportive of it because I don't want to see these players not do well. These people have the opportunity to live out their dream. I, I, how could you be mad or hate at that or hate on that? Like these, these are young people who wanted to, to, to chase that. They have the opportunity. I want you to succeed and do well. Uh, P. Will, the hate comes because he was drafted so high. Yeah. And it's not even hate. It's criticism. You were being very passive. Like, I didn't even know you could jump that high. You want to know why I didn't know you could jump that high? Because I never seen you until this season jump that high. Nah, I he definitely he jumped out when he broke his I, wrist. I, I saw I saw that, yeah, when he broke his wrist. Yeah, and I, I mean, cause, listen, because Buddy pulled him down, but no, I saw you, that when you uh, saw when one DeAndre, or two games, he was like, Dang, you got up there, and then hey, he nah, never I, saw it again. I, I saw like, I saw that when DeAndre Ayton tried to put it down on his head, and he was like, Nah, bro, we ain't doing that over here. But, yeah, you saw <laughs> but now I'm seeing like, Oh, you you can sit there and do a drop step and rise yeah, up, like yeah, that? yeah, like yeah. I, I wasn't I'm telling you, I think. I think it was Demar because I, I mean I th- later on down the line like this this team's gonna need P Will in some form or fashion like no, so and 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 I think sure. I think the thing is with the Bulls right like and that's that's why I think right early in the season I wouldn't say that they struggle to me it just looked like they pacing themselves and they're seeing what teams are gonna throw against them right like the first game versus that that weird double team that Toronto ran. It didn't look good. You also didn't have Zach Levine out there. You also didn't have Andre Drummond, Kobe White, right? Like all of those guys. But it didn't look good. The second game against it, and I don't want to hear nobody, oh, it's the second of a back-to-back. We didn't have Siakam. Because you beat us with it the night before. (laughs) 
I saw that in the chat last night. Muzz was like, well, it's the second of a back-to-back. It's like, for us, huh? too. We for played too. you. <laughs> but it just it just That's not good. an excuse when the, most of the back-to-backs we have, this other team had a back-to-back as well. That's the hey, one bro, thing that's hey, done. Hey, they did right on this schedule. I, I, most people, of our back-to-backs, the other team has a back-to-back. No. No. Most of our back-to-backs, the Bulls have less rest than the team coming in. It's like there's 50, only 50. there's only there's only three times in our back to backs that the Bulls have more rest than the team coming in, and we just played two of them. We played Brooklyn off a of back to back. We played Toronto off a of back to back. We got one more left, I think. But but the thing is, right, the schedule yeah. the schedule now is opening up a little bit more, so we're not going to have as many back to backs. No, I was talking about from Toronto fans. They was complaining that the reason the Bulls beat us is because we played last night. Like we played y'all. <laughs> like you can't use that as an excuse. We played last night too, but. I think for me, right, when I look at this Bulls team, it look it it doesn't look like just from a team standpoint. It's like we were just talking about with the Bears all day. It looks like from an organizational standpoint. Like AK was like, I, I don't care what we do at this point. Tread water, keep going, win games, don't, don't, you know, don't start off 0-12, but like <laughs> be smart about this. Because when it matters. Is when we get to the all-star break and after that. And it seems like the Bulls seemingly understand that now. Well, last season, right, the Bulls came out trying to prove to everybody, oh, we, we got the worst free agent signing. Lonzo Ball is going to be a bad signing. This is going to be bad. This is going to – we're going to suck. We're going to be the 12th team. We're going to prove all of y'all wrong. And they came out to start the season, and they were like, hey, yeah. they're on fire. But no one else cared yet. <laughs> can, I, can I give you one hot take, though? I don't know if it's as much as a hot take. I think we've already said it. Um, Billy Donovan is Mark Jackson. Hmm? In the sense of he's the wait, right wait, coach. Wait, what did you, you say, bro? I, I heard it. The analogy is he's Mark Jackson. He's the right coach to get a young, scrappy team. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I can believe that. Things of that nature. But we are not going to win a championship with Billy Donovan. Simply because... I don't know exactly what it is, but you can see the clear difference between a championship level coach and one who can consistently just manage a team. And Billy Donovan does a great job managing a team. I don't think he's going to be the, the, the person that gets us over the hump full of a, of a Bucks, Celtics or Warriors in the finals. I just don't think he's that person. I, I think that depends on what player it becomes. Cause I, I'll, I'll throw this back at you. with our, with our current roster. Well, I, 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 don't think, he's I think I think I, I'm not saying I don't think we won an NBA championship this year anyway, but I, I, I think that it depends on what the player becomes. Right. Because I'll say this. Um, Mike Budenholzer isn't a good head coach. His defensive schemes are That's awful. True. That I would disagree with. They, his defensive schemes no. are awful. He, they I make disagree. no sense for the modern NBA. They don't even look like they should work. But you know what the difference is? Giannis is Giannis. arguably two, the best player bigs. in the NBA. Giannis. Yann, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bucks is a long team. I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. Versus versus a lot. Pause. Versus a lot of the coaches, right? And and this is this is why I kind of say, right? Like the NBA, that like is probably the hardest league to win in, outside of NHL. Maybe the NHL because you legit just have to have a superstar no matter what. Is Mike Budenholzer Budenholzer a better coach? Than Nick Nurse, no. Because Nick, Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse actually has a plan every game. I, Nick I, Nurse I, is like he he like Nick Nurse adjusts in game. So Nick Nurse is Billy Donovan. 
No. No. Hear me no, out. Because Nick Hear me Nurse, out. I'm out. Time out. Hear me out. Nick Nurse only got to the champ. Only got to the finals because of what? At the time, he had a what? Kawhi being on the team. Yeah, Kawhi being on the team. He had Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. Outside of that, he develops talent. He can coach a very team, uh, a team oriented game. Everyone's going to get touches. Everyone's going to be a threat. That is a good head coach. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. He's Billy Donovan. Okay, I'm fine with that. But no. but here's what I'm saying: Mike Budenholzer ain't that. I don't agree with that. <laughs> Mike Mike yeah. Budenholzer's schemes are literally no, bro. It, bro, it's literally pack the pack and on the defensive three. end, it's Giannis. <laughs> I disagree with that for one reason: when you have such an outstanding talent like Giannis, who's also very limited offensively, he had to coach him to a certain like Jason Kidd had Giannis. I would say Jason, Jason Kidd is Jason a better. Jason Kidd coach. didn't have this Giannis. Yeah, he didn't have this Giannis. But you look at how Jason Kidd tried to play him. You look at that. You look at the coaches before you get to Mike. Yeah. Look at how they tried to do it. Now Giannis owned his career and became the player he is. We have to give him that. But certain coaches put him in a position to do what he does best. If he was still on the Jason Kidd, he'd be running point right now. I mean, he is. That's how he ran him. <laughs> he still is running point. <laughs> now, no. now, now, here's the thing. They got a point guard. Who's a point guard? Drew, you should have been DPOI. Hey, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. I don't know about that. Drew, oh, Drew Holiday is a, the, one DPOI? of the best. Yeah. Drew Holiday is the one of the best on-ball defenders in the league. No, no, I get every I, year. I get that. I, 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 I give you that, bro. But but you're not you're not getting but DPOI. DPOI over a dude is getting not, four bro. blocks a game. <laughs> No, no, let's compare it to the people on his team. Great. And if you look at his size, who he sticks, you can put Drew Holiday on anyone one through three, and he competes. Yeah. And he does a really good job. Really good job. It's yeah. amazing what he can do with it with his size, his body, his positioning. Like going back and just looking at it, I'm like, how the heck is he sticking someone six eight? And he's six, what is he, six two? Six four. He's one of the smallest people on their lineup, and it's noticeable. Like he does a really good job. They they made changes, but like your coach has to has to be able to scheme and coach to that. He fits that system. He fits that team. He's the right coach for the Bucks, and that's okay. Drew Holiday six five. That dude oh. is a short six five. <laughs> No, I don't know. I see him stand next to some people. I saw him stand next to Devin Booker. Devin Booker six six. He's Devin Booker got like a whole head over that man. Uh, I, I just going off of Google. Hey, listen, I, don't know. I ain't seen him. NBA give you two inches, take away two inches. It means a lot in some cases. Not there anyway. Um, so, so, but no, like he's a good coach. Throw a flag, a, flag. A, a couple of flags. I mean, take the hat off. I don't know what I just. Did. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know what I just did. Uh, Paul, whatever. said Holiday is, is a stout six five. <laughs> the matter, like, he's the best coach for them. I don't think you get the championship run that they had. Without Mike Budenholzer as the coach, I don't think Nick Nurse could have came in and did better. I, do. I don't think. I, I, I think, think it's all about the persona and things like of that nature. That's what I think. Like I, that's I how think, I feel about it. I Billy Donovan for us, like I don't know who the next coach would be, but I think if Ime Udoka coached the Bulls, we'd be better. Just how he managed the Celtics and how we're built and how they're built. If Ime Udoka walked into the Bulls locker room, we'd be a better team. Well, Udoka adjusts so. I mean, Udoka I think, what? I think he said, you don't adjust. adjust. 
I think I think sure. the thing. I think the thing. Yeah, Billy, Billy does adjust, but Billy's Billy, better at Billy developing. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's, I think it's a little late, which is, which is the problem that some people have. I, I, I don't he, know. Maybe he lets, he lets, he lets the players try and figure it out on their own, and in the long run, right? In theory, that would work. The thing is that, um, when you don't have that superstar, sometimes letting the players figure out what it is on their own don't doesn't work. work. Because yeah. that player's not a superstar to figure out, oh, hey, this is how they're running this. I'm going to kill you. So I, I think that that's kind of where the Bulls have had some struggles. But I just I, – I look at this team, and, and I'll say this, right, and maybe this is just me being optimistic. Man, and, I, and y'all know I was I was a big Billy Donovan, like, oh, detractor you were, I was like, when no. he came in. I, I, I got a hope. I did not want Billy Donovan to be the head coach of my basketball team. But what I will say is this. Billy Donovan is coaching this team the way that he coached it last season. There's just players there for him to coach now. There are just players that are a part of this team that are there for him to coach now. And I think that that makes the biggest difference moving forward. When you can say, hey, I need to bench DeMar for a couple of minutes so that he can get a breather, and I'm going to go into Goran Dragic, who comes in and gives you as much offensive output, that makes a difference. When you can say, I'm going to bench Vooch for a little bit so that he can get a breather because he's 33 years old and he needs to get some rest so he can finish this game out strong and you can put in Andre Drummond for 20 minutes and he can be like hey listen I'm gonna go out here give you 10 and 10 in the first four of this and then I'm gonna just play really good defense the rest of the way that makes a big difference I think that that's the difference with Billy Donovan and there's a lot of times when people just don't pay attention to the adjustments that Billy makes because they don't work right like the players yeah. have to be held accountable for what the adjustment is. Sure. I'd say in that in that first game versus Toronto in that double team, Billy didn't adjust. He didn't do anything to negate that double team. Yeah, he did, but I saw I see Daniel Terry not coming off of that screen hard enough to get open. Or I see DJJ not cutting hard enough to the bucket to find uh um for DeMar DeRozan to pass to for him to get open. Guess what? Nothing changed in the second game. Nothing he they ran the same schemes, they ran the same to get off of that double team, they ran the same stuff. Why did it work? Because they ran harder. You got out hustled in one game and you didn't get out hustled in the other. So I think that there is a there's parts where you definitely can put it on Billy Donovan. I think there's parts where to me, right, with certain teams, right? If you have Kevin Durant, yeah. Take your time. Let him adjust when he can. He'll figure it out. He's Kevin freaking Durant. We got that. If you got Patrick Williams, yeah, I, you I might want to call a timeout there and have some conversations with him. So I, I use a professional analogy with it. Um, when you're running an organization, you go through, like I'm, I'm in line for VP of sales. You big go money, big uh, money, big money. A lot of stress. Um, it's, it's a blessed opportunity, but it's a lot of stress. Um, an organization will go through three or four VP of sales before they actually make the leap. Yeah. And the one thing that you'll see is each VP of sales leads their sales team to a certain benchmark, and then now they, they plateau. If you get to a certain benchmark, then you plateau. Just because we've been in like – I hate to use this phrase, but it, it resonates – We've been in coaching purgatory for so long with Fred Hoiberg and all those things. Just because we're better doesn't mean that we have championship aspirations. And the one thing that's very 
you know, resound the one resounding fact that we all keep saying is we're not a championship team, but we're better. And Somebody, it's like somebody's got to somebody's got to take a step. Someone I, has to I, take I, a step. I, I, I'll say this: no matter who that. coaches, you you can put Phil Jackson on this team. You're not a championship team. Steve Kirk could coach this Bulls team right now. They're not a championship team. I think a different coach with a stronger voice utilizes the talent that he has differently, and then that that's when the leap happens. I mean, I, I you know? I'm with you, but like mm. I, I I think that right like I don't totally agree on that. His, his, I, I history his, history would tell you that. Do you no like? Matter. Do you think Doc is the best coach for Philly? No, I don't think. I don't. I think. I uh, think Doc, no, no, no. But, but, I, but think I think that's just, I think that Doc's, that's not going to change because that's James. Doc, think, Doc has been. I mean, Philly has been uh, top of the East last couple of years. But do here's you the think thing: Doc too, is going right? to get them to the championship. I don't think so. Here, here's the thing, too. I don't think there is a best coach for Philly right now because James Harden is on that team. James Harden. It there there is a clear. I think Mike D'Antoni leading that charge would be. There, nah, there's there's a no because here's the thing there's I'm a clear a, there's a clear distinction that James Harden is the focal point of that team now. Why? When you watch Philly games, James Harden is so high. James Harden is the point guard. He's the one that's got the ball in his hands. He's the one taking the shot first. He's the one deciding when Joel Embiid gets the ball. That's stupid. You want to know how? Uh, the the uh, Houston Rockets won an NBA championship. They said, get the ball to Hakeem. We're going to run this system around him. But the system is Hakeem. You want to know how the Bulls won six NBA championships? They said, get the ball to Mike. We're going to run this triangle offense. It looks great. Nice. But if it don't work, get the ball to Mike. Pete, what you just said, right? And I, I agree with you. I agree. For what, how our team is constructed and for what we've had, we should be playing inside out. Because our most consistent player is Vooch. Is still Vooch. Yeah, but you can hate again, Vooch, right? you can say trade Vooch. Vooch without with limited touches gets me 15 and 10. When we get him enough touches, he, he can lead our, us in scoring. He's he's at least top two in scoring. He has more rebounds, and yeah. he's a better three-point shooter than we're giving him credit for. I play inside out with Vooch. No, but and, and and I'm with you, right? But like here's the thing: it don't matter. Vooch ain't a superstar. Zach ain't a superstar. Damari ain't a superstar. They're star players. They're really good. They're top players in the NBA, but they're not superstars. They don't get you to that next level. You need a superstar, no matter what. Like, you're not going to win an NBA. Kobe needs a presence. Guess what? There is um, uh, uh, – Steve Kerr doesn't come in and win all the championships that he's won if Stephen Curry's not on that team. Oh, for sure. No, you know no, what I mean. No, like, no, like yeah, no I, matter yeah, what coach we talk, guess what? Greg Popovich is an amazing coach. He's got this team playing decent, but Greg Popovich don't win them championships if he ain't got David Robinson and Tim Duncan, and then Tim Duncan and Tony Barker. Like, no, no matter what we want to say, the NBA is such a superstar-driven league, and that's why you have to just find that guy if you don't find that guy i don't care who the coach is you'll be competitive the entire time you might get to a finals heck the eric spolster and jimmy butler got to an nba finals how the heck they get there nobody knows they got to an ecl i think that has proven true up until this point of parity in the league we have more all-star talent now and just how the game is played now not to say that these people are better but how the game is played how it's officiated we have more parity now than we've ever had so now it's more along the lines of the best team with all-star talent could win because you can't tell me that the Warriors, as constructed, have a bunch of soups. They have Steph Curry, and they're figuring out the rest. And that's what they had last season. They had Steph yeah, Curry Steph, figuring Steph out the Curry rest. Steph Curry and a bunch of stars. 
And you know what? If Boston didn't have a mental collapse, that was theirs to lose. That, they, that was theirs to lose. I don't care what nobody say. That was their. I was worried that entire time. I don't care what nobody I say. I was worried. I that wasn't was worried because I knew they didn't have a superstar. That was the Steph Curry Invitational. It, and that's and that's why I, I was I was worried until I saw Steph say, Oh, y'all gonna y'all gonna play that little beat it up game on me. You gonna let Marcus Smart try to bang into me? Guess it what? Wasn't I'm still gonna drop it. It was Draymond Green. Draymond Green with those antics and how those boys back down. The moment he's he got into their head, I was like, now nah, that's the time. Well, I I, I listen, think I would have let that Steph go off for 50 every game, shut everybody down. But the I fact listen, that you let him all, get in your head you like could. that. That's that's when the turning point is. Here's that's the, the thing, right? Here's, here's, here's the thing, right? And at the end of the day, and this is the thing that the Bulls that I think, right? Like that's the part they got to get to is we don't have that dog. When when you when you try to shut everybody down, right? You couldn't shut down everybody, but when you try to shut down as many people as you can, what's the piece that still remains that's going to kill you no matter what? Is that better than their piece that still remains is going to kill you no matter what? Jason right Tatum wasn't killing much. you in the finals. Now it's Jalen Brown versus Stephen Curry. Who y'all pick? <laughs> because Al Horford had his game. Hey, and that's Horford the game they got. Game and blew that kiss. And after that, it was a Al Horford had his game. And that's the game where it was like, man, they look like they could run you out the building. You need those extra pieces to make those plays. But at the bottom, at the end of the day, it comes down to what's your superstar going to do? Because he's got the ball in his hand. At Who's the end that of the game. And Jason, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum wasn't a superstar in the finals. Jason Tatum was deferring to Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown was cooking. And now it's Jalen Brown versus Stephen Curry. And Stephen Curry's J Stephen Curry's gonna win the Jason Tatum matchup six out of ten times right now. Jason Tatum's working his way up. Stephen Curry's gonna Tatum, win the Jalen Brown matchup 10 out of 10 times. You if you someone can go fact check me if Jason Tatum shot 15% better in that series, they win. They win. They win. And that's I, the I crazy part. That. He was just I, off. I think I think the most slept on nah, stat. Andrew Wiggins was doing real good. I, nah, I think the most slept on stat that nobody realizes. He had a hundred turnovers that postseason. Jesus Christ, for sure. <laughs> like, like, that, that, that's the most slept on stat. I never seen like, that stat. I'd have been bro. murdering him this whole time if I had seen that stat. Jesus, you say hey, that for the right like, time, huh? <laughs> hey, bro, we getting out of here. He had a hundred turnovers. Yo, yo, good lord! I, I, that was that was honestly the Steph Curry Invitational. But but to 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 wrap it up though, like yeah, I got you, you said you said that they don't got that dog. At, at some point, Zach is gonna have to be that. Zach Man, is gonna I, have to be that, and and that's that's the we we could talk P Will, we could talk Io, we could talk Vooch. All you want, all you want to, we could talk that all day. Zach got to be that dude. Zach's got to be that hey, dude unless another dude That type of money up. that you got, like what you it said, I'm using your – it come with a certain type of expectation. Oh, yeah. You, you got to do that. Oh, yeah. You do. You got to do that. He got to be that dog. He I does because like he, he he's the guy He's the guy that, that got the money. That money does come with the expectation. The two biggest but things I'll that are going to happen for us, we're going to make a major trade that involves P. Will because of how he's increased his trade value, or we're going to see a coaching change. And it's not going to be because we suck. I mean, look at what Toronto did. They fired somebody who got them to the ECF several times. And then the next year, with favorable circumstances. Now, granted, right. Like, <laughs> right? You want to talk about a shot to the groin. <laughs> I mean, but look, hey, like, uh, it's, we... not, it's not opposed to a, a team firing a successful head coach. 
to get to the next level. And so that's what I I take. Like we we are in a better position than we've been in a long time. I, I can see that. But there's still a ways to go. That. And so I, I'm happy with where we are. But I know we got to wrap up. I have to jump. It's been a pleasure, yeah. fellas. I think it's the yeah. same as with the Bears, right? Like it's it's the same as that. you. I'm fine with you making that decision. Don't mess up. For sure. <laughs> Don't pick somebody worse than Billy Donovan. <laughs> but hey, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. As always, it's your boy Path the Designer, joined by the pettiest man alive who was just in here dipping out. And of course, Stefan the Don. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love for another episode. We gave y'all an extra 30 minutes on today's episode because we was just yeah. running our mouths and don't know when to be quiet. Hey, man, that's <laughs> what we do out here, man. Appreciate y'all for showing love. Uh, this will be live on the podcast side as well. And make sure that you are tuned in over on the uh 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 Oh, on the YouTube because we'll have more content dropping today as well. So stay tuned with all of that. As always, man, it's your boy, Pat, the designer, back at it again to continue watching our Chicago sports content. Click the links on the screen and check the links in the description below. Joined by the man, Stefan Nadine. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.